episode number nine with Stephen Daniel. Welcome to In It to Win It. This is Stevie B. And Dan G. Dan G. You are coming to us from uh, from the book. My ninjas. <laughs> <laughs> from Bucaramanga, Colombia. Of course. Where else would I be? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I thought that's where all the cool kids went. <laughs> down, there, uh, down there visiting your chick. And uh, how long have you been down there now? No, I'm out here getting... Double bunny air quotes. I'm getting dental work, Steve. Oh, okay. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And visiting the chick too. Okay, cool. We're good. Yes. What, you need uh, an excuse. <laughs> yeah. The dental work down there has got to be a lot cheaper, right? Uh, yeah. I think I got like a, a tenth of the price. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, no, I actually, actually, I did need some work done. So if you ever do need some more work done, they, they're actually some great, there are some great dentists down here. So. Um, but yeah, if you need like major work done, uh, I would, I would highly recommend uh, the people that I go to. I actually, I don't even want to go to anybody in the U S anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I had to go get, uh, you know, got some veneers done, but I didn't get like Bob Barker. It's all like natural looking, you know? Nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Save about uh, 10 grand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> where, uh, where, where are you staying? You're in an Airbnb, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm staying at Airbnb uh, down here in a place, um, an area. There's, there's basically three areas. It's a small, big city, about a half a million people, very growing. Best way to compare it to anybody who has maybe been to like Colombia. Um, it's like Medellin, maybe like 15 years ago. Okay. Um, same type of same landscape. Uh, you know, 65 to 85. You know, never gets really hot. Never gets really cold. Um, yeah, the weather's uh just you know you can sleep in your underwear and uh, wake up in it and uh, walk around it if you want so um it's pretty cool or no underwear at all you have no underwear at all yeah, yeah hey yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna stick but to your underwears though yeah oh yeah absolutely superman bro all day <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but i'm in a place it's uh it's it's kind of in the mid area it's called uh Kasike. So, uh, you know, it's a big mall. Everything's here. I mean, it's not like, you know, third world and barefooted or anything. So, yeah, it's, it's uh, yeah, everything's on the uppity up. Nice, nice. Yeah, well, we were talking about uh, for this episode, we're going to go over um, traditional and Roth IRAs and uh, basically uh, setting up um, uh, for retirement. And uh, so we're going to get into that later on in the show. Been getting a lot of questions about it. I did a, show, a very brief ending of one of the shows maybe a year and a half ago or so got a lot of questions on it and I've been getting more uh, um, questions on it. So we figured, well, hell, let's just do a show on it. And, yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. And I, I think the, a good thing too, is just, you know, the, the, just the different, I think where people get confused is people, I, I, I see that a lot of people tend to, um, you know, know what their traditional is, you know, but when it comes to the Roth and kind of doing the stocks and stuff, it gets a little confusing for some people. So, you know, it'd be cool for us to just, you know, kind of maybe break that down and, uh, you know, just see how that all works, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be a, a Roth IRA for dummies. Yeah. Yeah. And don't yeah. mind the birds in the background if you hear any. They're not yeah, I could, I could, every now and then I hear a little uh, chirp. Are they pissed that you locked them in the bathroom? Yeah, pretty much. Just don't tell my girl. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Those are like her kids. <laughs> 
Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, yeah, those birds, it's a long story. It's a whole nother episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm on, uh, I'm on vacation too. I, um, I had uh, about a week off of work and so I, uh, uh, went out to uh, Big Bear Mountain. I rented a little cabin out here, Airbnb, and I got to check out of here in like an hour. And then I'm going to go out into the sticks with no cell phone reception, four by four, uh, uh, you know, access only. Uh, should be pretty cool. I'm excited. You're like Paul Bunyan with a truck. I am. Yeah. Yeah. I've been catching a lot of trout, man. It's a lot yeah, of fun. Yeah. You're like, uh, you're like the outdoorsman, you know? <laughs> Yeah, bring me back some trout, make some uh, trout biche. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's I, uh, awesome. I was out in the sticks yesterday, and I mean, I went way back in there. I mean, to where I had to park the truck and then like hike in a while. And I was. Uh, That's like pig hunting. Yeah. <laughs> but I was, like, I was like, who does that? You're definitely, you're definitely not an, is you like the urban warrior? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I got my bug out kit and everything. And, yeah, uh, <laughs> you definitely I, uh, won't see me doing that anytime real soon. So I just want to put that out there. In the or universe. in your lifetime. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I have, I have, I'm like delusional about those things. I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm gonna go to Alaska, you know, <laughs> like that's not gonna happen. Yeah, you're all, no, no, I'm not. <laughs> well, I was, uh, I was out in the sticks, and I was like, I was just kind of thinking to myself, I'm like, you know. I don't think anyone's been out here in like months. You know what I mean? There's there's <laughs> snow on the ground and there's no yeah. footprints or anything in the snow. You know, it's all peaceful and everything. No big and, foot tracks. Yeah, no big foot tracks. You know, and uh, uh, and then all of a sudden I uh, come across something and I'm like, what in the hell is that? And it's plastic. And then I realize I'm staring at a blow up doll. <laughs> You're like a rape <laughs> victim in the wilderness. <laughs> yeah. That wasn't you, Steve. <laughs> oh, I, I threw I threw up a couple of pictures on Twitter and Facebook. You can check out. Yeah, I the, saw those. Uh, it was post. pretty funny, actually. I'm like, I'm like, why is there, why is this, why is this guy sending me a a blow up doll like kneel down face down in the woods? <laughs> That's friendly, Sally. Yeah, friendly, yeah. <laughs> poor bastard didn't even. Uh, uh, it was rude. He didn't even give her money for a cab. Just left yeah, her there. Yeah. <laughs> left me here with the six pack. <laughs> Oh, that's terrible. Well, at least you found a friend out there, Steve. Yep, yep, yeah. I wasn't alone. That's for sure. Yeah. Did you take her? Did you take her fishing with you? No, I just let her lie there for a while and watch. Oh man, you should have just took her. <laughs> Popped her in the canoe with you. Uh, yeah, that would uh, be funny. Uh, so, um, are you guys? Uh, uh, you mentioned that uh, uh, you. You were driving with your chick the other night, and um, you uh, came across a pretty nice uh, hotel. Well, I thought it was a hotel. So we were going to dinner with some friends out here in Bucaramanga. And I'm like, oh, hey, babe. Wow, look at that. Um, That's a really beautiful. There's just like a building with all these like really cool lights on it and stuff, you know, like really kind of like modern, like three, four stories. And it looked like a really beautiful, you know, building, yeah. you know? You know, look at maybe condo. I don't know what it was. It was just like, you know, some nice architecture. I was like, hey, babe, that place is really, that's a really beautiful place. She's like, that's a one hour motel. <laughs> I'm like, oh, 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 shoot. <laughs> I've never seen oh, one of those. Oh, that's the Hookers that and Blow Hotel. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
so I guess here in Columbia, they have like, you know, like evidently they're really nice, uh, like hotels that you can, you know, rent by the hour. <laughs> so uh, yes, it's yes. Like, it's like a thing here for people cheating on their wives. So that's pretty much what it is. That's where you go meet friendly Sally. For, yeah, I'm sure Sally would be one to hang out in a place like that. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. She's been, she's been known to frequent the place. <laughs> not a lot of sleeping going on in those hotels. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, not a lot of sleeping there. So, uh, you know, it's just, just kind of a funny moment there. Um, just oh, not great. knowing the area all that well. <laughs> so, but yeah, no, no, everything's, uh, everything's kind of, everything's cool here. It's definitely a lot cheaper. You know, I've, I've been here a few times. It's pretty amazing. Like, I, th I think I took everybody out to dinner last night. I literally think it cost me, like, we're talking everybody had, like, two or three drinks. I had piranha. I ate piranha. Wow. Um, yeah, piranha is amazing. It's like, you know, have anybody has a chance to eat piranha or, like, a piranha ceviche kind of thing? Just definitely try it. It's really amazing. It's, just really, it's a really good fish. Maybe okay. it's to eat everything else, like lobster eats everything on the ground. I don't know, but it's good. Okay. Um, a lot better and, to eat than to put in the uh, pond and kill all the turtles. Yes, because I've done that as well. Yeah. <laughs> you listen to the other episodes. I threw piranhas in high school in that pond and I ate all the turtles and it was in the newspaper. And I totally apologize. And I'm still doing penance to this day. So sorry. <laughs> uh, so, so how, but, how but, many people were there and, and how much was dinner? Uh, well, let's see, four, like a nice restaurant, you know, give it like, you know, 3.8, four stars, you know, mm -hmm. uh, you know, really nice. Um, everybody had, you know, entrees, appetizers. I think, like, I mean, there's a lot of food. Everybody filled with drinks, probably like four people, 65 bucks. I mean, wow. what would it be? Yeah, same kind of place probably would be like two to 300 in California. So yeah. just to kind of give you an idea of the difference in pricing this. Wow. Well. Yeah. So, well, yeah. I mean, you know, Steve, you've, you've gone around. And I've been to Columbia around. quite a bit, yeah. yeah. More than you'd like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, yeah, you can, um, you can understand, you know. But, yeah, it's just, it, you know, it's good. I mean, the place to stay, like, I'm staying in a really nice two-bedroom, two-bath, newer place, pool, uh, jacuzzi, workout room. It's like $39 a night. Wow. Wow. Yeah, and I'm overlooking the whole city. It's like, yeah, I can't even I, I can't even get a Motel 6 in the ghetto for that. No, no, you can't. <laughs> you yeah, can't. I, I think Comptons are like 79 a night. Right. <laughs> yeah. Not that yeah. I know that, but. <laughs> and it looks like um, the uh, the guy that you're renting the Airbnb from. Um, yeah. Dane, Dane. he, um, yes. uh, you got a hold of him. It looks like we're going to have him on the show because he's got a yeah. few Airbnbs yeah, this, down there in Bucaramanga. Yeah. And yeah, he's, so a, he's he, American. He's from uh, Yeah, he's an Seattle, American right? guy. His name's Dane. Uh, he, he runs, he works out here as well. He's been a hustling the program out here. So he just has like, a really cool story. Um, I think he has a lot of insight um, that he gives a lot of people maybe considering you know, doing short-term, you know, rentals in uh, other countries um, and just kind of his story, how he got started. Um, he has some here in Bukaramanga. He's from Seattle. So all we'll let him obviously explain his story, but um, yeah, just a really, this guy, you know, seems like he hustled, you know, he, he, whatever he came here with. And uh, obviously nobody's, I mean, it's really difficult here in a place like this because there is no English. I mean, you, I mean, if you got it, I mean, you, you, 
pray that you have Google Translator if you don't speak Spanish <laughs> or point your fingers real well. <laughs> or or so, learn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or learn. Yeah. yeah. We know the best way to learn. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you gotta have a goal. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Quickest way to learn a language is get a girlfriend who only speaks Spanish. You know what? I don't care about that Pimsler bull crap or like I don't any of those like you know what? That doesn't work. You know what, man or woman, just try to get laid in another language and you'll learn real fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bottom line. It's like, it's like having doggy treats, you know, every single time you do something right. <laughs> yep, it is. <laughs> so that's my suggestion. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, no, not that. a lot of English spoken here. Uh, there's, there's some really great, nice, it's like the, the, I'm in the region called Santander um so it's close to venezuela um the most the closest you can be to venezuela the area so it borders on venezuela so i could probably throw a rocket maduro <laughs> um but yeah it's uh it's more of the outdoor like a lot of all the outdoor stuff so you know parasailing um oh, cool. river rafting um canoeing yeah, there's um rock climbing and then they also have here which is the equivalent the u.s which is kind of cool it's they have a place called chica mocha you can you spend the whole day they got tr all kinds of different trips but it's the equivalent to the grand canyon it sits at the bottom of the andes mountains they have like you know these kind of cable cars that take you up up and up down the the canyon and back up the other side you have these cool little cities uh great vista it's like being in the grand canyon it's pretty much almost the same deal um That's so cool. just a lot of outdoor stuff here um to do uh, as opposed to like you know beach and all that so it's just definitely a different vibe and uh, yeah it's just it, it's nice because there's no tourist here <laughs> yeah 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 there's no there's no tourist imperialism yet <laughs> <laughs> you mean there's not a bunch of uh, entitled americans walking around you know what? For lack of a better word, Steve, there's not a lot of there's, there's not a lot of entitled Americans here, <laughs> or Canadians, eh? <laughs> uh, I love my Canadian brothers, but hey, <laughs> it used to be cool to be travel as American, like I don't know, ten years ago, and then it became not cool, and now we got to say we're like Canadian, and people ask, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> isn't it like? People just start asking you about the president, you know? I'm like, dude, I don't know him. What do you want me to do? I just live there, bro. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, you're the taxi cab driver in like Laos. What about, what do you think of Donald Trump? I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> I'm just out of it. I'm just trying to have a good time. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, but, um, you know, the living cost is, 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 is relatively inexpensive. I mean, you're going to pay about, you know, 75% less. You know, um, there are some things, obviously things that get imported, you know, like, you know, in Hawaii, I guess it would be like buying meats expensive, you know, like cow. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it, it's very, it's, it's, it's kind of nice because there's not a bunch of kids freaking running around on iPads, you know, the eye sitter. So it's like, yeah. like you actually see kids playing with balls. I mean, I just sit there and stare at them. I'm like, what a concept. <laughs> <laughs> I heard this one kid, I was walking up. He's like, Hey, Hey, look. Look, I think it's moving. I'm like, it's like playing with lizards and stuff. You know what I mean? It's like some normal kid stuff back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not sitting <laughs> they're like there with their eyes. sticks sitting. at each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, that's good. I'm glad you're having a fun time, dude. Yeah, yeah. No, we're having a good time. Um, you know, yeah. So I, I'm trying to keep it so my girlfriend doesn't speak English as long as possible. <laughs> yeah. Don't let her get Americanized. 
Yeah, I know. God, geez. Oh, God. That's a whole nother episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's going to stop making me breakfast. Shit. <laughs> when yeah, she starts not... talking to you about hiring a maid, you know, you know it's over. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Oh, my God. I know. I, I thought I worried about these. I'm like, oh, my God. She comes. Oh, it's going to be. It's, it's the end of it all. It's the beginning of the end, you know. The first <laughs> the breakfast stops. Then my clothes stop being washed. It's just this progression. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> uh, well, um, should we dive into the uh, Roth IRA? Yeah, in it to win it, big dog. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'll let you kind of take the lead. Yeah, you do do you, Steve, as you always do. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, go for it. I first heard about the Roth IRA only a few years ago. Um, apparently it's been out since, uh, um, I think 1997, it was, uh, I, I think a Senator uh, started it. His name was William Roth, but, um, anyhow, uh, the, the program is basically a way for, um, the average guy, um, to invest their money for, uh, retirement. So right now the maximum contribution per year is six grand per year. If you're, um, you know, less than uh, 50 years old, you can up it to seven grand a year if you're 50 years old or more. Um, and you can't touch it until you're 59 and a half. So the idea is, is that you put this in there, it continues to get compound interest. And then by the time you're 59 and a half, what you can do is you can start uh, taking withdrawals on it. Um, and that's essentially your retirement. Um, more of a set it and forget it, Steve. Exactly. Yeah. Um, there's also a traditional, um, uh, IRA. Uh, and um, those have been around since I think like the, the mid 70s. Um, the difference between the two is a traditional IRA. It essentially lowers your taxable income. So let's say you make $100,000 in a year, and you put six grand into this traditional IRA. Um, as far as the government's concerned, they'll say, okay, well, we'll tax you on 94,000 because we're not going to tax you on that uh, traditional. Now that doesn't mean you don't have to pay Uncle Sam, you do. Once you start taking withdrawals on the traditional IRA, now you pay taxes on that. Um, the Roth IRA, you, you pay taxes before. Uh, so everything in the Roth IRA, um, since you've already paid taxes on it, you don't have to pay taxes when you, when you pull out the withdrawals. So that's why I like the Roth better. Um, there are it's kind some- like you already did the work and now it's just in there. Exactly. Yeah. Everything is yours. All the uh, compound interest, um, all your contributions, you've already paid taxes on it. So it's done. Just don't uh, be an idiot and pull it out. Yeah. There are some penalties if you, um, uh, if you pull it out, uh, just essentially think of it as just don't do that. And then you don't have to worry <laughs> about it. There are some things like, you know, maybe if um, um, you are uh, disabled, then you can pull it out. If you're going to, use it to buy a first time home buyer thing. I think you can do like 10 grand of it or something. Um, but you're going to pay uh, uh, a 10% uh, penalty. And I think they tax you on it as well. So just essentially think of it as you can't touch it until you're 59 and a half is the best way to look at it. Um, the um, What you can expect uh, as far as uh, returns, so if you started contributing to this, I plugged it into a a calculator, 
Um, the portfolio that I got, um, the guy says, if you run this um, portfolio over the last 100 years, it'll produce about 8% a year, which is pretty amazing. So using that formula, if you're an 18-year-old um, listening to this and you do max contributions every year in the portfolio that I'm going to recommend at the end of the show, um, from 18 years old to 59 and a half, uh, it'll be about 1.8 million. Now, so basically, Steve, what you're trying to tell everybody is if, if they're 18 years old and they started at 18, they're going to be doing a hell of a lot better than we are and what we did with ours. Exactly. I only <laughs> learned about this a few years ago. So I was, you know, 36 know. or 37 years old, you know, better to learn about it then than when I was 50. Uh, but, uh, um, you know, there is so much growth that could have taken place had I even known that this thing existed. Um, hindsight is twenty twenty. Hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah. So take Always. that eighteen year old that does max contributions, and then he's he's stops at fifty fifty nine and a half. He's got one point eight mil. What you can do is, if you figure that you're going to make eight percent a year, uh, so eight percent that first year, uh, he's going to get one hundred and forty five k. Now, what I would recommend is I would recommend only taking out 6% and rolling that extra 2% back into it so you essentially get a raise every year, right? So that 8% is going to be 145K for the first year, uh, but I would recommend you only take 6%, so that'd be 109,000, right? So then the next year, since you rolled that extra 2% in there, you're going to get 8% would give you 148K, but only take 111. I could live off of 111 a year, especially when you have no bills. Um, then the third year, you know, you roll that extra 2% in there, your 8% is going to uh, off of uh, 1.8 mil, which will be up to about 1.9 at that point. You're going to get 151K for 8%, only take six, that'll give you 113K. And so every year you get a little bit of a raise, you know, that's basically the theory of it. Um, you're just living off the compound interest that you've invested over those years. That's the key to the whole gist of it is the compound interest. Kind of like that's the, exactly. That's the whole kind thing. Of like having a lot of dividend stocks in a roundabout kind of way. Exactly. Cause these all pay you dividends. Um, so there are some, um, what, what's so Steve, the word? Where's a good place for someone who's listening to this show? Where do they go? Okay. I'm all excited. I want to get a Roth IRA. I want to get this party started. Okay. So the best place is there. We got to, we got to just, you know, make it, make it for the person who's just starting out. Okay. So you can open one um, through any uh, like uh, brokerage uh, firm. So like uh, Vanguard, uh, I have mine through Vanguard. You can open it through Fidelity. You can open it through uh, E-Trade probably has one Schwab. Um, right. You know, any one of those, those, uh, ones. Actually, even I, local banks even have one, you know, I made that mistake though. I wasn't real happy with it. You know, you can, you know, roll it over into, you know, if you do open one, it's, it's, it seems it's a little bit more kind of manageable when you have like the Vanguard or the Ameritrade or, you know, whoever offers them kind of online. Would you agree? Yeah, I think it, I, I'll just recommend Vanguard because it's the one I have. The software is really easy to use and, um, all the tickers that I'm going to give you, there's five of them. Uh, are for Vanguard. Now, Fidelity or these other ones are going to have uh, similar ones, um, but I'm just familiar with Vanguard, so that's that's the one that I use. It's all same but different, right? Yeah. So there's there's going to be um, you have a Roth IRA, you have a traditional IRA, and then you have um, 
uh, shit, what's it called? It's uh, when you can, um, if you make too much money, then um, you can essentially, well, let me go and let me go into the stipulations first on. Um, so for you to contribute to a Roth IRA, if you're in uh, single, not married, um, you can't make more than 125 a year. If you make between 125 and 140, then you can't contribute the max uh, 6K. It goes down a little bit the closer you get to the 140K. And then after 140, you can't have it at all. There's a backdoor way to, to still get into this, regardless of how much money you make. But the simplest way is if, um, you know, if, if you make less than 125K a year, easy, open up a Roth IRA uh, to get six grand a year, just have a link your bank account with uh, Vanguard or Fidelity or whoever you got, and just automatically have 500 bucks a month go into this Roth IRA. So and, let's get that straight, Steve. So um, just for people listening, we're just trying to mm -hmm. break that down, make it as easy as possible. Hey, my name's John. I went online. I opened a Vanguard account. Great. Now you opened a IR, Roth IRA account. So that account is active in Vanguard. Now yes. you have, you're going to link that because you have the ability to link that in Vanguard. Um, you could do multiple accounts if you needed to, but for this reason here, it would be to your, say, checking account. Exactly. Your Chase Bank. You know, so those Vanguard and Chase would be connected. So you have the ability to, let's say, that $500 a month and transfer it and make that transfer via the platform in Vanguard to put the money into your Vanguard Roth IRA account. Yep. Yeah. And you, and I just have it automatically, you know, so every, right. every month, setting. 500 bucks just goes there yeah. on the first of the month. Yeah. But that's the setting that you don't have to do that, but you can set it to do that. Right. You go in your, you can set it in Vanguard, correct? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could do it manually, but by having it set up automatically, it, right. it takes right. any well, I just want to let people it. know that there's that option, you know? Yeah. That's all. Yeah. 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 So uh, if you're married, uh, those numbers go up. Uh, if you're married filing jointly, um, then you can't make more than 198,000 uh, a year together. Uh, so if you guys make less than that, if you and your wife make less than that, then, um, then fine, open up a Roth IRA for each of you, uh, one for you and one for your wife. And uh, it's 6K a year if you're 49 or younger, and it's 7K a year max um, if you're um, 50 or older. So, so no real benefit to ball and chaining it, Steve, is what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm a little Steve. jaded on that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. On that you're story. all about that life partner program. <laughs> <laughs> life partner minus the, uh, minus getting the government involved. <laughs> yeah. I like that. It's a good program. Yeah. So. It, um, let's see. Uh, another difference between the uh, Roth IRA and the traditional is, um, you're required to take, um, they call them uh, RMDs. So it's a required minimum distribution. On a traditional, you're required to start withdrawing on that when you hit uh, uh, 72 years old. On a Roth, you're not required to take anything out. Uh, you can, and I will be, uh, but you don't have to. And the thing that's kind of neat about that, especially if you have children and grandchildren, is you can now transfer this Roth to them on your death and you don't pay any taxes on it because so you've they, already they, paid the taxes. Do they have to claim that on their taxes? 
I don't believe so. I'm not sure. That'd be a question yeah. for your uh, tax guy. Yeah. Um, but I don't believe they do because it's a, it's an, well, I'm sure they'll know once they get the bill. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? No, I don't believe but they Steve have to pay taxes me. on it because you've already paid. Um, and um, the taxes have been essentially been paid on it already. So yeah. So yeah. I'm not 100% on that, but you know, we got to get the accountant on the show pretty soon. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, that's another guest I want to have is have uh, Brad, uh, my. Uh, yeah. We have Brad. Um, we're going to do, we're thinking about uh, doing a show, um, trying to get something together for depreciation on investments. Yes. Yes. Yeah, and he would be the perfect guy to ask for that. Um, Let's see. What are some other ones? Uh, okay. Oh, this is an interesting point because some of the listeners are like, well, I make more than 125 a year or I make wow. more than 198 a year uh, between me and my wife. So now you, now you have real first world problems. This is, yes. I ran into this first world problem uh, a year or so ago and I was like, oh, I can't contribute to the Roth IRA anymore. Oh my but God. I recently learned a, uh, a backdoor uh, way to legally do this. So I make more than 125 a year, but I'm still contributing to my Roth IRA. Now, how do I do that? If the, the requirements here are, you know, if you make more than 125 a year, you can't do that, right? Sort of. <laughs> what you do is you open up a traditional Roth IRA. I'm sorry, you open up a traditional IRA, and now you put six grand into that. Then there's an option on these sites to contribute to your Roth IRA from your traditional. So you basically take, you know, six grand that you put into your traditional, transfer over everything except, uh, you know, 300 bucks, uh, you know, the minimum amount that you have to keep in the traditional IRA to keep it open, right? Um, so transfer over almost all of that um, six grand into your Roth IRA. And now for some reason that's legal. <laughs> right it's just an we call extra that the step. back alley sally yes the back alley sally yes <laughs> for some reason that makes it legal and you oh, can wow. cons- that, and you see, can that's, still that's, that's juicy that's juicy steve i like that people people will be able to uh yeah that's good. oh man i just learned about this recently and i wish i would have known uh 20 years ago yeah before because uh you know first world problem i make too much money and um uh but now i can still contribute to it um, so it's an amazing, I, the way, the way I first heard about this was, um, I read a book that my brother recommended, uh, by Tony Robbins and it's called money master the game. And he, Tony went out to, um, um, a bunch of successful, uh, people in the U S and, uh, just interviewed him, you know, multiple, multiple billionaires, you know, he interviewed. And one of the guys he interviewed was a man named, um, uh, Ray Dalio. He's, uh, uh, he started up a, a hedge, uh, started up a money management uh, fund and he, he manages billions of dollars worth of uh, people's assets. Anyhow, Tony asked him a question in the book and he said, you know, what would you recommend as the number one thing for retirement planning for the average, you know, guy, you know, making a hundred K a year. And Ray, uh, the way Tony describes it, he said, Ray kind of sat back in his seat for a while and, and, uh, was thinking and uh, he, yeah, yeah. And then he said, I would open up a Roth IRA and I would invest it into these five ETFs and um, you know, in these specific percentages. And I did that three or four years ago when I, when I read the book. And since then 
um, I've contributed, I think, 14,000, and now the account is worth 17,000. So it works. He calls it his all-weather uh, portfolio or all-season portfolio because kind of regardless of how the market is doing, you're, 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 you're hedging your bets on either side, and it just it's this little cash machine. That just um, gives you the nice little right about, you know, give or take a percent or two, 8%, you know, which isn't bad, you know? Yeah. And in, in the last few years, I think the account is uh, last I checked, it was performing at 8.3% a year. So right on track with what the guy said. Um, it, uh, the, uh, the portfolio involves um, um, ETFs, which are um, exchange traded funds. You can think of them as like, um, Okay, like the S&P 500, you know, it's got 500 companies in there. It's not like you're just buying stock in Apple. That's not what you want to do with this uh, Roth IRA. So you're going to be buying, um, you can purchase Walmart and put it in your, uh, your Roth IRA, but uh, I wouldn't recommend that at all. I'm going to take the billionaire's advice and do exactly what he said. <laughs> okay, so. Yeah, you're just spreading it out, you know, bottom line, you know, with an ETF, obviously, you know, within an ETF, you have, you know, usually at least 10 companies in there at the very least, right? Yeah, yeah, you're going to so, have a lot of them. So it's, yeah, it's a lot more diversified. Yeah, and it's like, it's, it's just diversifying it within, you know, having multiples of those ETFs, you know, so many are up and so many down, it kind of averages all out and it's about 8% at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so the way the portfolio is divided is um, there's five different ETFs that, uh, that you want to get um, and specific percentages of each one. So the first one is gold. The ticker for that is going to be um, uh, GLD, Golf Lima Delta. And that's going to be 7.5% of your portfolio. Uh, the next one is going to be a commodity. Uh, so um, commodities are going to be things like oil, um, corn, um, uh, you know, things, things that, uh, uh, you know, people uh, consume, right? Um, so you want to get an ETF that has uh, something in commodities. I chose an ETF that has to do with, with energy. It has stocks in there like um, Duke Energy, uh, uh, Nextra, um, you know, Renewables. energy. Yeah. What's that? some renewable energies. Yeah, there. renewable so energies in there. You know, I, I don't know. I guess I just like energy. So, and I'm kind of familiar sure. with those stocks. So I got an ETF that, that has uh, a lot of the ones that I think are going to do well over the next 20 years. That's 7.5% of your portfolio. The ticker that I chose on Vanguard is VDE. So Victor Delta Echo. Um, you can pick whichever one you want. Uh, but but that's the one that I chose to go with and it and it pays a dividend and um, you know it's good um, and the expense ratios on each of these is is very low so uh, gold is definitely the highest it's 0.4 percent uh, so what that means is for every thou uh, I'm sorry for every ten thousand you invest you got to pay 40 bucks a year on that now this next one the VDE seven and a half percent of our portfolio um, that, um, uh, that expense ratio is 0.09%. So you only pay nine bucks a year for every 10 grand that you have invested. So they're, they're fairly cheap to have, you know, and you manage this yourself. Um, so it's, uh, you know, you don't have to pay someone. You don't to do need this. a broker. No. Uh -uh. Um, 
the next part of the portfolio, the third one is um, intermediate government bonds. Okay, so this is basically what you're doing is you're giving the government some money and then they're paying you interest on that money that you invest with them uh, over time. So intermediate government bonds are anywhere from like three to 10 years. So you basically give the government, um, you know, let's say 10 grand and they'll say, okay, we'll pay you two and a half percent interest every year on that 10 grand, but you can't pull it out for, you know, seven years or whatever the term is on that. You can get an index, uh, I'm sorry, you can get an um, uh, ETF of a bunch of intermediate government bonds on Fidelity or Vanguard. The, the one on Vanguard, the ticker is um, VGIT, so Victor Golf India Tango. Now that should be 15% of your portfolio, okay? Um, and the, uh, the, the cost on that is five bucks per $10,000 a year, very cheap, right? And it pays you a dividend that comes in, it's either every quarter or every month, I can't remember. Um, but it's pretty cool to see the dividends on these things, you know? <laughs> yeah, they, they, start, they started adding up after a while, you know, after they got for a few years, they're like, wow, I'm really doing something. <laughs> yep, yeah, yeah. So, hey, maybe a good idea, Steve, maybe we could break those down and, and just for people who are just interested in that, and obviously they could do their own ETFs if they wanted, but um, maybe just kind of break those down, maybe what you did, grab, put them on a link or something, or put them in the, uh, one of the feeds. Ah, you know what we could do? We could put them in the show notes. Yeah, put them in the show notes. That'd that would be, be a good one. Okay, I'll put the yeah. tickers here with the percentages that you want in each one. Yeah, um, just, I think just think that, and I think a person, you know, like you don't have to do those exact ones, but, you know, if you want to do something different, hey, great. Well, if yeah. you don't do these exact ones, then you're not taking a billionaire's advice. Well, we, well, you know what I'm saying? So you know how you know how people are. It uh, um, so if you if you don't want to take a billionaire's advice, that one's on you. But I do. <laughs> um, now you it, let's say you have your Roth IRA through um, uh, Fidelity. These tickers are going to be different, but Fidelity will have an intermediate uh, government bond. It's just going to have a different ticker. They yeah. will have a long-term government bond. They will have the S and P 500. They're going to have gold and they're going to have a commodity. You know what I mean? But um, um, anyhow, so those are the first three. Uh, the fourth one is um, a long-term government bond. So these are uh, treasury notes that are anywhere from 10 to 30 years to maturity. Um, that's going to be 40% of your portfolio. Expense ratios on those are very low, five bucks per 10,000 invested a year. Um, and um, yeah, the dividends on them are amazing. Uh, the last one is essentially the S&P 500. Um, the ticker in Vanguard is, um, did I give the ticker for uh, the long-term government bond? Uh, VGLT, Victor Golf Lima Tango. That's the 40% one. And then the last one's going to be the S&P 500. The ticker on Vanguard is VOOG, Victor Oscar Oscar Golf. And that's going to be the remaining 30% of your, uh, of, your, of your Roth. And so what I do is I got 500 bucks a month going into there. And I essentially, um, every quarter, so every time, um, you know, I get 1500 in there every three months, then I purchase these on uh, Vanguard. And the important part is to reallocate the balances. So after three months, you know, let's say gold has gone down a little bit and it's no longer seven and a half percent of your portfolio. It's, it's, it's um, uh, maybe uh, five 
right? And maybe the S&P 500 has been kicking ass and instead of it being 30% of your portfolio, it's now become 35. When you add in that extra 1500, buy uh, shares of these ETFs that will rebalance that to be the seven and a half percent, seven and a half, 15, 40, and 30% um, of each of these. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. And that's, that's essentially it. Um, you just put it in there, let it ride. And I can tell you from experience, my brother has been doing this uh, longer than I have. And um, it's, it's just this little cash machine that keeps paying you. And the best part is, is when you retire and you start drawing from this at uh, 59 and a half, you don't have to pay any taxes. It's all yours. Yeah. You can go out and on that, get, get on that cruise and go around the world like you always wanted. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Rent that caravan. <laughs> yes. It, um, um, yeah, there's some pretty hefty withdrawal penalties. So, so essentially just figure that this money is, you know, in there until you're 59 and a half. Um, there's not really any age requirements. Um, you know, even, uh, a, a kid could start one. They just have to um, show that um, that they have some income, you know, so they have to, you know, if they babysat and made uh, two grand one year and they report that to the IRS, that's the most that they can contribute to their IRA. So this six grand and seven grand into the traditional and the, uh, the Roth IRA uh, is the max you can contribute. So if you only have three grand a year to put in, that's certainly better than nothing. Uh, but you yeah. can't put more than the six. The point is, you should do it. Yes, 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 yes. I would highly, highly recommend it. And I would recommend doing this before you do any of the other stocks, you know, that, that we that we talk about on the show. But yeah, I, I like it. It's a, I think it's a great uh, program. And, and um, yeah, I wish I would have known about it when I was 18. Yeah. You want my membership card? <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully there's some 18 year olds uh, that are actually listening, not just hearing everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hopefully they, uh, they take our advice and then they'll be a multimillionaire before they're 60. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Can you think of any other questions that uh, people might have? Um, you know, I think, you, you know, I, just going over the stock bit, I think that's really, that was, that was probably the uh, biggest hurdle for, I just think a lot of people out there, cause it's like, well, how do I do that? Okay. So I, I believe covered that pretty well. Um, if anybody has any questions, please, you know, feel free to you know, write in, write in, send a message. But um, I, I think that's probably the biggest hurdle because everybody, you should know, at least have heard of it. Right. <laughs> so, um, but you know, hopefully, you know, this information will actually help a person just at least, you know, get started. Yeah. 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 And if you got the first world problem of making more than 125 or 198, uh, if you're married, um, just open the traditional and the Roth and then put your money from your bank into the traditional and then convert it there. There'll be a little button in there. You may have to call Vanguard or Fidelity or whoever you're using and ask them, how do I do this? And it'll just say convert uh, to a Roth IRA. Yeah, just um, call them and ask them for the back alley, Sally. Exactly. <laughs> ask them for the back door. <laughs> or, oh, oh, right this way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> you want to come in the, the red door. <laughs> <laughs> Knock three times. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. speakeasy back door. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right on. Um, 
yeah it covers it pretty you know you don't want to give like too much but i think that's a good gist on you know at least the mechanics of of the, uh, the basics of how it works um you know we're obviously we can we can go into more detail in another episode but um i think that's enough to get people started at least um you know yeah and if you guys have any questions if we left something out or whatever we'll bring it up on the next show just yeah. uh and, email and us uh, yeah. steve barton money at gmail.com or yeah. you can click on the link in there for uh, twitter or facebook you can get a hold of us you're so. not re- i just want to make no you're not retiring on this but you know for the most part but it's a good it's a good for the most part it's a good little income stream for that person at the end of the day or at the end of their career right well yeah yeah i won't be able to but this is i won't be able to because i uh retire solely off of this because i started way too late but if you're 18 yeah if you're 18 and you start this now uh you will certainly be able to retire off of it uh, but by the time you're 60 do what i say not what i did yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah yep (laughs) it takes uh, a while to do this yeah (laughs) yeah right on cool what was uh what was that what was that steve what was that that saying you know the italians was built oh uh, uh rome rome wasn't uh built in a day but it was burnt down in one <laughs> <laughs> that's what i like telling people when they tell me oh but rome wasn't built in a day i'm like yeah what's well, your burned down in one yeah. <laughs> when they invaded it <laughs> yeah Tell that to somebody next time they tell you that. Yes. <laughs> Bastards. <laughs> right on. Cool. Good deal. Alrighty, man. Well, I got to check out of here, and then I'm going to go uh, Paul Bunyan <laughs> yeah, my gotta, way off and yeah. ca- catch some yeah, more Steve's, trout. Steve's got to go catch some trout, and uh, I got to go eat some arepas. Right on, dude. <laughs> have an, uh, an uh, arepa for me. Hey, I'm going to have two arepas for you oh nice nice yeah and some mondango whatever they call that <laughs> oh mondongo mondongo actually that like, is still oh that's one of my favorite i, you know, I can't meals. handle all that like weird but yeah i'll stick to the piranha okay <laughs> yeah i'll have a piranha for you steve right on right on right. cool well thank you daniel that was fun uh oh, yeah thank you for listening thank you for telling a friend and thank you for tuning in here oh, is hey, your what about steve the ratings. Hey, we need some. Uh, we need oh, some that's shout right. Uh, Shoutouts up in this big dog. Yeah, we got another review. Uh, and yeah. uh, if you guys could uh, go on to iTunes and leave us a uh, five star review, we'd uh, we'd appreciate it. Yeah. And um, yeah, love seeing those things. That's probably the number one thing that can help the show right now, is yeah. uh, getting it out there, telling a friend. Yeah, tell a friend. Yeah, tell a friend. You know, like hook up some starving students out here. You know, with a rating, be nice. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> right on. Cool. cool. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Here is your weekly motivational speech. Your mouth is a creative weapon. It's not a tool for distributing excuses. The first sign of a loser is an excuse. Champions take full responsibility, good or bad, for their outcomes. Tell the world one time what you're gonna do, and that's it. Spend less time talking and more time grinding. Think like a champion, speak like a champion, and then walk it out. Grind 120 all day, every day. Stop making excuses. Champions 
Make adjustments, not excuses. Every time you justify being average, you invite in the enemy. Mediocrity is a dream killer. Your coach, your trainer, your teacher, your foes is not the problem. It's your consistency. You got to make a decision. How bad do you want it? Average is on the left. Success is on the right. You got to choose which one you want.